0: All right, this is S. Anthony. Glad you came back. Ready for the next one? All right, here we go. Go! S. S. Anthony Thomas. Go! S. We live in an interesting country, America. Many say it's the greatest country on earth. I, I happen to believe we're, we're an incredible country. And mainly because a lot of times when I would meet people from other countries, they would come here. They would be astounded by the amount of food that we have here. You know, and you would figure that, you know, with the YouTube and all these other things, they know all the hip culture and they understand a lot of the slang, but it's amazing when they come here and see, one, the size of the people, and also the amount of food choices that we can just walk into the supermarket and get. It. Because literally, there's still places in the world that you would think is not the case, where, you know, finding food is not exactly the easiest thing in the world to do. Or at the very least, finding food choices like we have here, not the easiest thing to do. We have whole aisles with just potato chips, you know? And there uh parts of the world where people that I knew come came from that, that were visiting uh, a girl I was living with at the time. Well, you know, she was living with me, actually. And um, they come visiting, and they were astounded by the fact that, you know, it was, it was like 11 o'clock at night. We're sitting there watching the movie. I said, yeah, let's go get something to eat. And the guy goes, what? I said, we're going to go get something to eat. He goes, at a, what, 11 o'clock? I said, yeah, the supermarket's open 24. What? He was shocked because where he comes from, you know, if you don't get it by eight o'clock, that's your ass. So we go to the supermarket, you know, you know, he's not, he's not, it's not like he's from Green Acres. Bam, 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 running water. It's not like that, but there is, there is differences. And it was really weird to see America from this person's perspective because, you know, when you watch television here, you know, every time you turn on the TV, the food, you know, it's, it's always in bowls and the, the bowls are spinning and we got raisins dancing. And, the, you know, we got the yogurt in the refrigerator getting in the, into sword battles and, you know, soda, to, Kool-Aids jumping through walls and stuff like that. And it's amazing. And they're amazed by the fact that <laughs> we we have so many choices that literally food is actually auditioning for us. This is a person who realizes if he doesn't get food by seven o'clock, eight o'clock at night, you're you, that your ass till the next morning. And here we have food actually on television auditioning for us. You know, like like it's some kind of casting call. okay, who do we have next? Oh God, hi, how you doing? What do what are you? Uh, I'm a sandwich. Oh, you're a sandwich. What else you got? What do you mean? Aren't you hungry? Yes, I'm hungry, but you know. You better you better speed this up. You got other people coming in. What, what, what do you got for me? What's on your resume? Well, uh, uh do you dance or anything? Uh, dance? I'm, I'm a sandwich. Wow. Wow. With well, that attitude, you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it at all. You're going to wind up in a dumpster. I know your goal is to be devoured and shat out into the toilet. But you're not going to make it to the toilet, a.k.a. the big leagues, if you don't come with something. Now, what do you have on your damn resume before we throw you out of here? Well, I uh, I have mayonnaise on me. I, I, I have mayonnaise on both slices of bread. Ooh, mayonnaise! No one cares about mayonnaise, buddy. Okay. We got a lot of people here with cholesterol problems. You don't know what may? Do you know what mayonnaise is made out of? Uh, no. I'm a sandwich. I don't have any brain matter. Oh, oh, you're a smartass, huh? Oh, damn it! All right, listen. What else you got, mayonnaise? I've got the pastrami. Yeah, I've got pastrami. Okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Let me see the pastrami. Lift, uh, lift up your uh, lift up your slice right there. I didn't realize it was going to be nudity. You don't have body parts, you jackass. Now take the damn slice off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some good pastrami right there. Ah, yeah. You sick bastard. Oh, uh mmm uh, <clears throat> All right, uh, what else you got? I have uh, two types of cheese. I have Swiss cheese and I have, uh, what is this, pepper jack cheese? Oh, well, all right. Now things are looking up. What else you got? Got any lettuce and tomatoes in there? Uh, no, I don't have any lettuce and tomatoes. You spicy mustard? Uh, no things are looking so good for you. Next! But, but wait a minute. I, 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 nothing. Get out. Alright, uh, you you in the hallway. Bring uh, Tell pizza to get in here. And, and if that pizza does not have any damn tap shoes on, okay, and a resume written down, it's the hell out of here because we got a stromboli downstairs that's been waiting for this chance. <laughs> you know? And I know that's crazy, but it's, it's really weird to see food auditioning to be eaten. You know, you see the M&M's commercials and they have the M&M, you know, as a live thing that doesn't want to be eaten. Oh, these people are going to bite me. Anyplace else in the world, you know, food is food here. Food actually has to entertain us and prove its worth to be eaten and shat. God bless America. I'm glad I'm here. (laughs) Oh, yeah this is a special shout out to celebrities and if this was a video podcast you'd see me doing the hand quotation marks come on man because i'm just you know the reality shows and the celebrity boxing and come on man i mean when i watched fear factor at the very minimum it was regular people trying to get some money that would actually affect their lives now would i eat Cow assholes? No, I wouldn't. But if you're willing to do that kind of crap, if it's not going to poison you and you're just, you know, doing some weird crap to get 50 grand or whatever the hell the prize was, that's your problem or whatever. But when he's, because, I mean, I I, I was reading the newspaper and this, you know, you got the George Zimmerman and he's doing celebrity boxing for charity. And now DMX is going to box him. Come on, man. You know, I mean, the the thing about it is I expected George Zimmerman to do this kind of stuff. But come on, man. DMX, one of the greatest rappers of all time. I mean, come on, man. People want you to come back. You know, people actually want you to be successful. Even young artists who probably are talking shit about DMX want DMX to come back because they liked him back in the day. And he can still rap. It's just that he's got his his little personal problems. He needs to go and handle that. But I mean, when I see people do these shows, you know, these these celebrities doing weird crap shows, usually what you see is you'll see someone on the way up trying to get into the game. And you can't really blame the person trying to get into the game. Someone who was on a kid series, you know what I mean? And he or she is trying to look more adult. They don't want the world to see them as an adult. Okay, fine. But you got to make sure what you do doesn't make you look like a complete piece of crap, because if you look like an asshole... That's the first impression in the show business, man. If you look like at dick when you come in, you're going to look like an idiot. And they're going to go, isn't that the jackass that did this, 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 and this? And they're going to go, yeah, <laughs> I guess that's supposed to make us want to go see his movie, huh? Guess again. Or is a celebrity trying to maintain uh, relevancy, I guess, by doing something wacky on television, you know, diving off of something or blowing something up or eating something weird or living in a house with a bunch of other people who also were trying to save their careers? Look, man. I know what I know that you want to be successful in your career. Again, you had a point in your life where you were the number one this and you had you were at a high level of that. and You had a hit show and you don't want people to call you a has been. But that that is one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in my life, because most of the people that will call someone a has been. It'll always be in a message board somewhere on online somewhere or some jackass who's never done anything at the highest level. If you had a ten-year run on television, or an eight-year run on television, or if you had five or six hit albums, and that was the end of it, you had a hell of a run, because most people don't get to even get near that. You know, it's like being an athlete. You get seven to ten years if you're if you're incredibly lucky to play in the NFL and maybe ten years in the NBA, maybe ten years in baseball, make all the money you can, and go the hell home. You can't. You don't call an ex athlete a has been. His career had a, a shelf life. Just like, when you're, just like you're a rock star or you're an actor or an actress, you might have a shelf life for your career. If you were the hot, sexy, young stud or young ingenue, that's only going to last for a certain period of time. And after a while, you're going to just be an older version of that. And if you don't have some acting chops, if you don't have something else to do or some other skill other than looking hot, then now your run is over. And if you made a lot of money, enough money to live off of for the rest of your life, you can't call that person a has-been. You call that person a person who struck while the iron was hot, Their specific skill set had a time period. They maxed out that time period, did what they were supposed to do. And then they moved on into the sunset. Nobody goes, Michael Jordan, that has been basketball player. No, you go, Michael Jordan, great basketball player, who's got 17 trillion dollars and now he's doing his own thing. That's what you say. But when I see these, these boxing celebrities, I mean, really, come on, man. Come on. Stop with that silliness. I mean the only one I, I, I kind of doesn't make me want to vomit is dancing with the stars because essentially they're dancing. They're not doing anything you know, they're not calling somebody else names, they're not getting into fist fights at a restaurant, they're not the real whatevers of whatever, you know, calling each other racial epithets with somebody following them around in the house with cameras on them at all times, getting drunk and being jackasses. They're just dancing. So that's that's cool. I don't I, I don't pay attention to the show. But at least I can go, okay, well at least they're just dancing. I, I can understand that. And apparently it's helped out some people. But come on, man. Boxing. Jesus, Lord, you're not boxers. Come on, man. Come on. DMX, just go back in the studio, man. You're one of the best of all time. Go back in the studio and spit, bro. That's what you need to do. You still got the skills. I've heard you spit and I've heard you do your freestyle. You still got it. You just gotta focus on it and clean yourself up. That's it. And as far as Zimmerman is concerned, dude, he got away with shooting somebody that didn't have a gun. Go home and just shut the fuck up. Do you understand? Just shut the fuck up. Go away. No one likes you. The women you were fucking don't even like you, bro. Do you understand? I mean, what kind of a dude? I don't even know how you got these I mean, I don't even know how you got these women. Maybe I can understand if you charmed your way into some women before, you you know, you shot a kid on the street. But after you shoot a kid in the street and start running around gun factories looking like a dick, dude, go lay low. Didn't you learn anything from OJ? He got away with killing somebody too when everybody knows that he did it. Okay, and everybody treated him like shit, which is good because this is the fuck he deserves. But what did he do? He acted like an asswipe and got his ass in jail again. And that's what's going to happen to you, and I'll be honest with you, it couldn't happen to a nicer motherfucker. Sorry to curse, but fuck you. You deserve whatever you get. Now, I'm not going to pay attention to the boxing match between DMX and uh, George Zimmerman. I don't give a shit about it. I think it's stupid. I think DMX is way better than that, even though right now he's doing, you know, having a hard time in his life. I think he's better than that. Way better than that. When you're the one of the greatest of all time at something, even if you're having a slow period, you don't do that. You don't need to do that. So all I'm saying is, fuck George Zimmerman. DMX, get back into the studio and do what you do. And did I mention fuck George Zimmerman yet? Okay. I just want to say for the record, one last time, fuck George Zimmerman. <laughs> I've had a couple of friends with benefits relationships in my lifetime, and it's kind of a weird thing for some people. Now, I don't do it anymore, uh, mainly because um, those ladies are all married, <laughs> because I would do it again, but I didn't initiate the thing. It was, it was one of those weird things. I'm one of those guys that women feel for some reason safe, you know, they can tell me things and. And, and they literally said to me, you know, you're cute, and, you, and I like you and all of that, and I don't have a boyfriend right now. I mean, this didn't happen, all three of them didn't happen at the same time. This was over the course of my lifetime. And they basically were like, listen, um, in a nutshell, I'm going to paraphrase. They basically wanted to be able to get it on with me occasionally when they didn't have a boyfriend because they wanted, they still wanted to get some action. But they wanted to make sure they was someone who wasn't crazy, um, who wasn't disease-riddled, and who wouldn't be weird about it. And, uh, that's me. And, uh, you know, because I'm the kind of guy that likes to help out the community, when these three delicious women on different points in time in my life wanted to use me as a walking, talking sex toy, because of the kind of person I am, I made the sacrifice of getting it on with them. Now, most guys wouldn't do that. Most guys wouldn't say, listen, gorgeous woman who just occasionally wants to have lots of sex with me. I'm not going to do it. And I thought about turning them down. I thought about saying, no, we're friends. And just because you're ridiculously attractive and you want to have sex with me with no strings attached. That doesn't mean that I have to say yes to it. That doesn't mean that I want to be used as a piece of meat. That you can just climb on top of. And ride all night long. No damage. I won't do it. The hell out of here. I'm a heterosexual. You're damn right I did it. You know, and, and the funny thing about it. Is everybody thinks that in a situation like that. That it's going to be weird. And in many situations it can be weird. But if the people are mature. And have a new arrangement. And are mature. Like I said mature enough to handle it. It's really not that big of a deal. You know, because if I went out with someone that I on a date and we, we hit it off and we got it on, no one would say anything about it. But just because I know this person and we've been friends for a few years and then she decides, you know, I I really want some action. You're cute. Um, I don't want to end the friendship and I don't want to be in a relationship with you romantically, but I really just need to get some action. And I, of course, made the sacrifice of getting it on with them because I like to give back to the community. I don't think there's anything really wrong with that. You know? it's amazing if people can handle the situation If people can handle things. It's really not wrong to do certain things. I mean, alcohol, if you abuse it, if you drink too much alcohol and get behind the wheel of a co- wheel of a car, and quite frankly, you didn't drink any alcohol. If you are driving you're going to run into some stuff. You know, if you drink a lot of alcohol, you're going to be able to make, you're going to make dumb decisions. You're going to get into fights at bars. You're going to fall down, bust your head. You're going to have a hangover. But if you're the kind of person that can have a beer, You're cool. You know, I know people that smoke marijuana. I know this is a shocker. Someone in show business that knows people that smoke marijuana. Yes, I know one or two hundred. But I know a lot of them just weed it out, man. I mean, literally, there are people I had to stop working with because they pulled a Ricky Williams on me. You know, and you know how Ricky Williams, the football player, decided it was more important to smoke weed than play football? go okay let's let's finish this uh let's finish up this show because we got to go you know film this piece you know for our for our, uh, our audition so let's oh, bro dude bro dude bro dude bro oh god this jackass but i also know people literally i, I it was a friend of mine who smokes weed once again in show business stunner and he is one of those the, a very responsible cat and i mean literally he smokes weed and I remember going to his house. He had a joint in his mouth and we're working on some scripts and whatever. Then he puts the, he puts the joint out. He didn't even finish it. He puts the joint out in his ashtray. And I come back the next day. We're going to finish it up because all the work is on his hard drive. And I see the same joint sitting there and he lights that joint up. And I'm going, I said, is that the same joint from yesterday? He goes, yeah. And I go, so you didn't smoke any other weed? He goes, no. So I'm not trying to get all blasted. I just want to get a little, you know, enjoy myself a little bit. And at first I thought it was complete bullshit. I'm like, you know, damn well, his brother's l- loading up on the weed when I leave. But as it turns out, it wasn't the case. He just smoked a little weed. Never smoked when he was going to drive any place. You know, in fact, he never smoked at all. If he was if planning on leaving the house, he just didn't do it. So he was responsible. Just like some people can, like I said, some people can have a drink. Some people can smoke a little weed and be cool and not, you know, turn into complete douchebags or anything like that. They're responsible with it. And in the case of me with, with the lady friends, we were both responsible enough where when we wanted to get it on, if we were between relationships, we would jump on top of each other and we're still friends to this day. You know, I'm actually friends with, uh, their husbands, you know, and their husbands knew about the whole thing. They know that we, uh, got it on before, you know, they know that they don't give a shit mainly because they know me as a person. They know I'm not going to try to move in on their girlfriends or their wives, you know, and, uh, we're cool, you know? So, so it's, 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 amazing what you can do if you're mature about things, it, whether it be a friends with uh benefits relationship where you're getting it on occasionally. Yeah. The good old days. I mean, I don't think much about, <laughs> yeah, there was some hot girls, man. Real good. Yeah. Real good. I could really use a beer, some weed and them girls naked again because, oh, jeez. <clears throat> uh, what, I, what I meant was, p- be responsible, my friends. If you're responsible, you can do many things. And they don't become vices. They become really, really vivid memories of getting it on with really hot women a few years ago. Being used like a freaking sex toy by hot women. I gotta get a girlfriend. I, I gotta get a girlfriend. All right, cats and kitties dudes and dudettes, I want to thank you once again for stopping by to the S. Yes Anthony Says podcast. My name is S. Anthony Thomas. You probably heard that in the theme song, but I'm telling you again. <laughs> I just wanna say thank you. Um remember the the home base for the podcast is at says dot dot com. Uh, if you want to send any kind of comments and contact with me, people have asked me how to do that. Go to the to the, the site I just mentioned because all of the social media sites are there and there's also a contact form you can get in contact with me you can check that out on the page um once again thank you for subscribing thank you for listening if you haven't subscribed please do so uh share me on your social media sites and all of that kind of stuff suggest me to your friends and um thanks for stopping by man I really appreciate it I really really appreciate you guys uh stopping by listening support the kind words it means a lot to me and uh much love to you all S Anthony out. Go. S S Anthony Thomas. Go 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 ahead and laugh. Go ahead and smile. Go ahead and giggle. We're going to get wild. Go ahead and clap. Go ahead and cheer. We're going to have a good time while I've been here. Go, yes.